0: So, if I did it right, y'all should have heard a little a little ditty by my uh, my homeboy, Wanteu, a.k.a. Patient Zero, Enki Desuka. Yeah, all those. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if I didn't do it right, then you didn't hear it, so you don't know what I'm talking about. But uh, I'll get into that. Uh, it's kind of part of the reason, or I guess the whole reason I'm doing this little rambling right now uh so i guess to start uh started a little as a, a writing project and then uh kind of turned into trying to well, wanted to do uh sort of a, like a podcast like not like a, a podcast um so just expression in different mediums um and uh anyway so the name i called it hug and bond salon started out called hook bond forum that's how it started and uh and bond salon i like the like the way that sounded better uh because i heard some british person there like it's it's not a salon or however they talk i gotta ask my cousins uh but uh anyways so i guess let me break it out starts out so hook bond <laughs> so uh started when i was in uh Taking Korean, learning Korean, learning to speak the Hangul, Mar, and uh, so I don't know if if you're unfamiliar with Koreans, uh, I, I mentioned it in another. I did a uh, a little my solo episode on kind of MMA and combat sports and what got me into that, interested in that, spectating. But um, uh, uh, damn, lost my train of thought already. But I, uh, so class, yeah, so I was in a Korean class, yeah, 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 so I said that before I didn't even, when I was younger, I didn't even know what, I mean, I, I knew Koreans, because in, in my high school, uh, one of my high schools, the first high school I went to, we had, uh, I guess middle school too, we had like two pages of Lee's, uh, which is a common Korean name, Lee, Kim Park, uh, all common names, but I just thought, I was like, oh, Korean, yeah, that's like some kind of Chinese or something, and, um, fast forward to going to school to learn Korean, which partially wasn't my choice, but ended up, you know, being good for me, uh, I ended up being, like, great for me, actually, but, uh, Koreans, yeah, so the teachers, Korean teachers are pretty serious. Uh, I would say that uh, trying to think how to describe them, I have to describe, describe them to people as like Koreans are the the Marines of of Asia, especially the teachers because they don't fuck around. No, they don't take any excuses. Like uh, I expect you to learn everything, anything they're teaching you. There's like, whoa, whoa, why 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 don't you know this already? So it's a lot of fun uh but yeah so that's where Huggin and bond started because so our teachers so we had uh three three classrooms and the teachers uh rotated and we had students in each class and the teachers would be uh teaching each one and they originally they broke it out i don't know how they broke it out at first but after you take your first test then they kind of break it out into <laughs> into ability groups i guess but uh it's real it's like by your grades so it's like the there's a bond c bond or a bond b bond c bond and bond just means classroom so if you put bond after the word it means class so a bond is a class b bond b class c bond c class and uh eventually i was in c bond however i didn't have terrible grades but we found out it, we, so we were everyone in c bond uh, i don't remember how far in the class we were it was the first Term or semester still, but it was early. Um, people hadn't r- rolled out, so, so rolling out. Let me back up a little bit. Yeah, rolling out just for context is so. If you do so bad, they either drop you out of class, you get kicked out if you're not performing, or you get rolled out. You get dropped into a a, a, junior, a class at uh, like a junior class. Like say you're in uh, first semester, then you are uh, like that near the end of first semester, and you're like doing bad the teachers they might if you're lucky you get rolled back into uh uh a a class that's like an earlier in the semester and if you're not lucky you get kicked out but um uh so anyways yeah yeah so we're we're i don't think any well actually i think one person had rolled out but uh i'll get into that later it's a story about you and uh uh, a, a cat lady, but anyways, so uh C-bon. so we end up in sibon uh and we're looking around and it's all the the students that uh, all the melanin students <laughs> are in sibon, so we're looking around and uh and, and the gingers there's two gingers too boy uh my boy dobeing, and I can't remember the other kid's name uh we, we weren't friends, but he, oh, uh, he. Had, speaking of rolling, he actually rolled back into our class. So he was in a class that was ahead of us, and then he wasn't performing well, and then he rolled back into our class. <laughs> so, yeah. So it was all the black and brown students and the gingers and C-Bond. and we were looking around. And we we're just like, oh, interesting that that we're all in Ceban. So, uh, so we started calling. As a joke, we started calling it Huganban. Bond. Hugen just means, uh, literally means black person so like same thing with bond you put it after it like c bond is c class and then uh for like races or or ethnicities in is like person or uh I don't know why I said that with a felt like a tone, but don't use tones, but uh uh in yeah yeah, yeah so person so hook hooking is a black person, so literally you know the color black and then in uh so hugging button So the and we, uh, I mean we were we were the most colorful in uh, pigment and colorful in personality. I think so. That that might have been part of why we were all in the same classroom. I I have a video. I'm gonna have to put it up. If the quality's bad. I recorded it. This is back before smartphones. It was or it was when smartphones were just coming out. So I think it was actually. I might have had a BlackBerry. Um. I remember I got video phones or, or I mean camera phones had been out only for a little bit and then it, it was coming out to where you could like get on the internet and like the first I don't think, I don't know if, uh, if Blackberries are considered smartphones or not but I remember I got a Blackberry the, f- the reason, the whole reason I got the Blackberry was so that I could go on the internet and download porn <laughs> and, like even doing classes I'd be downloading porn. uh but like that was uh, that was like the for me at the time that was like that was the pinnacle of technology. I was like porn on my phone I was a uh Lance Corporal at the time. Maybe I might have even been in PFC. So I was, a, I was a young Marine. So I mean that was a big deal for me. And uh uh you know priorities. But um oh yeah yeah sort of classroom yeah I have a video. It's like in I think three G P or whatever that format is and it's super grainy you, you can hear the audio i gotta figure out a way to uh what do you call it uh enhance the video because of the, the resolution because you know the screens were so small back then on uh i'm sure if i could figure out a way to because if it plays in that small format because when i try to play it on the computer you know it's it stretches out the screen so the resolution it doesn't uh maintain the resolution trying to expand it out so that it looks super grainy. You can still tell what's going on. I uh, suspect so we would have uh stress breakers it's just stress breaks and uh, <laughs> uh I'll just have to I'll have to figure out how to put the video up cuz it's it's funny that it's a lot more funny. It's funnier than listen it's funny at all, but it's funny definitely funnier than listening to me ramble about it. But it's pretty much we're just it's I can't. It's not even beatbox. It's like beatboxing slash scatting slash, uh, just making noise, <laughs> musical sounds, and everyone is just like dancing in the middle of class because we're just like because I mean, creative teachers are fucking intense. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> uh, yeah, they're fucking intense and no mercy at all. But uh, so sometimes we were just like fuck it, we we're like stressu break and then start fucking singing and dancing or whatever, and just to break up the monotony. Cause if it, if it if it was up to the teachers, fucking the our our song say name song sing there, they we would be in class twenty like non-stop Like we would come in, so after a weekend we would come into class on Monday, and they would tell us, they'd be like, oh, uh, what did you do? What did you do uh, over your weekend? Yeah, over the Chumal. Chow and we we're like, Oh ne, yeah, we did. It was a good time. Uh we watched the movie and the teacher was like, Oh, aigu. I go, I go. That's my favorite <laughs> I say that all, it's like ingrained in me now. Like I say, uh I go is just basically it's like, Oh oh my goodness, sir. it can it's such a wide range of uh it's applicable in every situation. You know, if you stub your tongue you're like, Oh, I go. If you see if you see a car wreck, you're, ah, I go. You know, someone scares you. You see, like, you know, a chick with a nice butt or a dude with a nice butt. You're like, Ooh, I, I go. You know, someone does something nice. Like, ah, I go. You're like disappointed. So it's it's a, a great exclamation that you can use for anything. And I, I do it now. Like I, it's stuck in my head now. Like I I don't not say it. that. And shiza, I say shiza a lot too. I don't know why. Uh, so my fa- I pick up, you know, words and stuff. I like them. Also, That's another favorite one. So it's is like Chinese, but it's it's the it's the same thing for Korean. You can use it the same way. You see, it's, it literally means uh, oh the cake's gone rotten, but uh, so it's like oh shit, something went wrong kind of thing. So you know, like someone's like oh no, there was a fucking mugging outside. Like cake's gone rotten. Which is, you know, terrible, I guess, back in the day. When I'm, I'm sure it's referring to rice cake, probably. Tok. Tok Um <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, that was a tangent. Oh, anyways. So, so yeah, the teachers will come in because they'll be like, oh, y- yeah, what'd you do over the weekend? like, oh, I watched a movie. Like, oh, I go, a movie? You watched a movie? You have test today. You know study? Yeah. So they're, they're like, what's Seen name? come on. Like, over the weekend, of course we studied because we always had homework. Nonstop homework. We'd have quizzes, preview quizzes. We'd have quizzes on vocabulary that we hadn't learned yet. So, and if you failed preview quizzes, yeah, yours, they just, well, oh man, they love shame. Koreans love to shame people. Uh, I need to get my buddy in here and talk to him about it, cause he's the. I, <laughs> I have more than one Korean friend, but I th- always think that's funny when people are like, uh, uh, oh, I, "I'm not racist. I have a I have a this friend, or I know this kind of person. Uh, you no, know, I'm not sexist. I have sisters and a mom, like yeah, everybody does." But um, yeah, yeah, my my closest in proximity Korean friend, uh, actually, I haven't seen him in a long time. Son of a bitch. I'm just joking. Young, young name. Just a joke. But um, yeah. That's another thing about Korean culture that's funny. Oh, I'll I'll get back to what I was talking about. I'll probably jump around a lot. That's just how I talk. That's how I think. I think in circles, because c- it all connects. Um, and I mean, kind of the the whole point of my little ramble little ramble, ramble ramble here today is that because uh, people are always asking me like, why did what is hooking bond what is the, what is about? What's the name of it? Blah blah blah. Or what? Where did the name come from? So that's what I'm explaining. All these pieces, you know, I am not speak in a straight line. You gotta go in loops. That's how I think. So follow me, or or don't don't follow me. I mean, yeah. So I don't follow myself. It's uh hard to keep up. But uh yeah yeah. So my buddy gotta ask him about what the deal is with the shaming. Koreans love shaming. Um, and then yeah so the teachers are always rough on Mondays, on every days preview quizzes that's what I was talking about <coughs> so then yeah, I guess we wanna do even more um so hook and bond would you stress Stress breaker and uh <coughs> yeah, preview quizzes. So, yeah, we're in there. we're in uh oh yeah so we we started calling seabon Hoggi bond uh, the teachers didn't think that was funny. they didn't <laughs> did not appreciate that um and uh damn, Now my mind balenkadu i go see there's there's a good a uh, a good place to use I go oh, I go, yeah, I remember. <laughs> There's this one chick, so that... Oh, God, son of a bitch. Sorry, technical difficulties are... Trying to to run all this fucking equipment I'm solo. But, um... Yep. Yeah, oh, excuse me. ASMR. Uh, but, so there's this one chick that... Was everyone was like singing her praises about how great she uh, was at Korean, and she's, I mean, she was good. And but um, she might have even been nah, she wasn't, she wasn't poor Korean. But anyway, she uh, they're doing a speech contest, and she gets up there and she's just fucking flowing, just going killing it. And but at one point, she hits a, like a hiccup and forgets her spot, and she sounds kind of like me when I'm talking I'm like, on her. Uh, and but she hit the aigu perfect she was like blah 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 uh, oh go. and i loved it i was like i always love a good you know aigu but um yeah she lost the contest because of that <laughs> Cause the teachers they were like they were in love with her until that happened there's like mm, no 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 and they so boom sorry i wonder if my boy uh no Hyun. i wonder if he won the contest he won everything with korean we did some good Korean together um oh yeah those will be I, I need to get him in here too some good stories talk about our experience going to korea <coughs> yeah yeah i'll tell i'll tell some of this because it, it, this kind of goes into the the idea of hoogenbon i'll tie it back to our classroom but so he's so my boy no juhyun he is uh from Baltimore, fucking six foot, 200 pound, just, you know, athletic brother, And except for he can't run, hates running, he can sprint, hates running distances, <laughs> I remember when you first got to our platoon, I was like, fuck, I looked at him, I was like, this motherfucker looks athletic, I was like, cause I hate running too, uh, and I was like, fuck, he's gonna make me look bad, but we went on our first run, and he was just like, nah, he's like, I'm not, He's like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing this shit. Well, I mean, obviously we, we had to run, but he wasn't like fucking trying to be anyone at at long distance runs. And, uh, I was talking about, him. <laughs> like, dude, our, our running joke, uh, <laughs> no pun intended. Our running joke we always had was, he'd always be like, yo, my legs hurt. <laughs> just like we're fucking randomly. So we'd always, if we were just sitting around and there's like a lull, we just look at it like, yo man, my legs hurt. <laughs> But, uh, it's probably more funny to us than but anything. But um, but, um, but, um, but, um, so he, uh, beast. He's a beast at Korean. Probably so. Is. But he fucking, and, and this is, let me say that. This is how, uh, I, I'm going to take credit for him being good at Korean. Because, uh, when he first got, he, he was in a class behind me. And then, so me, our other boy, uh, uh, well, Let's his we 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 called him uh Ki So let's we'll, we'll say his name Kirong I can't I uh, may Anjus Anjus Anjusok. I don't know. Nah. But anyways, Ki rong. He um he was in a class ahead of me. So then when our boy Hyun started hanging out with us, we'd always he he was like oh he wanted to he's always just like bugging us about korean he's like oh how do you like different grammar patterns like how do you say this why do you say this it got to the point where like it was fucking stupid annoying at first but it was it ended up being great because whenever we were out we'd go out you know fucking drinking or partying or whatever we'd end up speaking korean to each other so it got to the point where we were just always like basically you know basically doing speaking practice practicing korean to each other everywhere we went and especially when we got drunk something about drinking that makes korean fucking flow and i think it has to do with korean culture fucking it's a drinking culture but it's not like a sloppy uh you know fucking kind of drinking uh culture i guess i don't know is there a sloppy one are irish people sloppy drunks i don't know it's only other. And then what, what other drinking cultures people talk about? Russians, Germans, I guess, drinking beer. Russians with their vodka. uh, Irish whiskey. But Koreans, Korean soju. Uh, uh, the thing about Korea, you can, you can buy alcohol 24 hours a day. You can drink in the streets. People, so when, if someone's drunk and passed out, people don't fuck with them. Like it's a social taboo to. To, I can't I don't say molest but like mess with um, you know drunk people on the street like people would look down on someone so there's like a drunk guy on a, out on a bench if you were to like slap him in the face or draw dicks on his face like people do in America or rob, rob him you know what I mean uh, robber rape pillage um, that would be frowned upon like, in America, people are like, oh, they're fucking drunk, but stumbling around. Like, in Korea, it's like, yeah, yeah, that's just normal. Like, they have, I remember this super surreal moment, one of many, we were, there's a group of us, were walking through, fuck, I don't remember which, like, area or neighborhood we were in, but, um, so we were going to school, we were going to, um, Koday. we did we did a like an exchange student study abroad type thing at Koday uh, university which is one is like one their, their harvard i guess uh it's fuck super nice it was that entire experience was crazy it was cool but anyway so we're, we're, we're all we were there for school and every <laughs> the night we were we go out and get hammered and we're we're just walking around um and it, just randomly, we I don't think we knew where we're going. We're just walking around looking for different places to drink, and there are many. And they they usually have like the side, the street stalls. Fuck, I can't remember what those are called in Korean. But you know, they just go in there and they make food. It's like oh it's Korea is fucking amazing. But um, but um, but um, but So then we 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 turn a corner and it's it's kind of like a um, what are those called? Like a plaza. And because it's so we're t- tall skies, there's a, all the buildings tall tall huge buildings and and we walk it's like a we come around a corner and it's like a plaza in a business district, so it's like the skyscraper you know the the business buildings they have the glass windows on the sides. you can see in the office like office buildings um so it's you know it's like a square it's like four but it's uh the the buildings make kind of this little uh area in the middle that's open and we walk in, but there's there's uh you know those you know those like uh, plastic tables plastic tables and chairs that people put out on like patios or or you know you put out for barbecues or picnics or whatever it's uh it's like rows and rows of those and all these drunk fucking korean businessmen like they're all, they're in suit and ties uh, you know, their ties are loosening, their jackets are off because they're they're getting at it. They're all fucking just slamming soju, just drinking. But that's part of the culture too. Is like they'll have, uh, I guess in America we call it like happy hours or whatever, where the the senior person takes takes out the the junior people or the boss brings out all the you know junior employees, and so the and then the boss you know treats everybody or the whoever the senior person is. Um, so that's another thing about like korean culture is very hierarchical and very respect like uh respect driven maybe that's kind of where some of that all that shame stuff comes from but it's very the it's very uh, organized even in the language itself the way you speak to somebody uh if you're speaking to a uh uh an older person or someone that's higher ranked than you um and and there's a whole different system for like you know social ranking job ranking military you know uh, occupation ranking education ranking um but if someone outranks you then you you the the it's it, yeah it's so ingrained in the language that the so there's there's a um like respectful speech and then pandema which is like short or common speech that you use with your friends and family and, I mean, there's more... It gets more complicated than that, but, uh... They, uh... What the fuck? Hold on. Oh. <laughs> uh, this is fun. So, so I get messages about my... The social media accounts I made for, for Hugan Bond. And I get messages. <laughs> it's it's Hooggin', you have nine new notifications. Which is funny, because it's, ho- it's like, hey, black person... <laughs> You have messages, but um what does i say ah damn let me fix this all right um yeah, so the hierarchy so yeah basically, that that's pretty much it there's the way you the way you conjugate the the verbs is uh it it matters. Cause you, so if you're speaking to someone that outranks you, you have to use, you know, chon demo. You have to use very like long form type thing. So and they bow. So you're like, all right, bowing and using proper. So you you can tell in a conversation between two people who, who outranks the other person, like by, and like I said, it can be by age or occupation or uh, position. Et cetera. Um, So yeah, it was crazy. So we walk out into that little plaza, and it's just an entire, you know, mortgage board, a fucking gaggle of of drunk businessmen, and they're all just. I can't remember what day the week it was a weekday for sure, but it's just that's normal culture, and then people go to work the next day. <clears throat> oh, and their fucking subways are incredible. They're so clean. Oh, they're so clean. They're so nice. People get packed in there, though. It's, like, it's kind of weird. Uh, I guess as Americans, because we're, like, people, you're like, no, no, don't, you don't touch me, not, not, don't, if you're a stranger, you don't touch me. But there when everyone, everyone's, like, no, we all got to get to wherever we're going. So, like, they'll have, they'll have people that <laughs> push that um, when the the car, subway car or whatever is a full, they'll have People that stand outside and push uh, everyone, like you know, when you're you're packing your suitcase and you got more stuff in there than than fits comfortably, and then you have to like smush it in there and then sit it sit on top to zip it shut. That's what the pe- these people do. They they fucking smoosh everyone in there so that so you're just like squished in there like all tight and shit, uh, so that everyone can get in there. And it's no one's like, oh my god, what are you, people are touching? Blah blah. No, they're just like mission oriented they're like hey we all gotta get to the next to the next destination and this is this is the the most effective way to do it fucking sardinas in here um oh yeah so i guess part of so i started out um going there so being (laughs) being black in korea that's a whole nother thing i gotta want to talk about it too but um so korean i mean it, so it's a small country and it's very homogeneous uh and so most korean people and it's it's probably even different now than when i was there cuz i was there in i think 2009 so it's it's been over 10 years so it's it's uh it's, it, it's there's probably been huge like cultural kind of changes, like the younger people. Because even w- when I was there, the younger people. So yeah. I was, <laughs> the the easy way to say is like Koreans are super racist, but they're com- they are come the like I said the culture they don't. Um, so, let's see. So like per- personal relationship is very important in Korea especially like familial things, so friends and family. And you people don't like really go out. And I'm talk, talking in generalizations and in the past, because like I said, I haven't been there in like 10 years. Um, people, but my experience has been that people, you know, they, they really don't go out to find strangers or meet strangers or bring strangers into their circles. It's like you, you kind of get, you network through the people that you know. Um, so, you know, personal relationships are a a precious commodity in a way. And I I think that also kind of goes into that whole, the hierarchy of like being respectful. So knowing who is who and where, where you fit and, you know, that's, it's, so they don't want to like just jump people into that. Um, so yeah, you build relationships that way through people that, you know, um, so, uh, oh yeah, I was saying that to say that. The easy easy thing to say is like oh wow super racist, but they're just very uh, close, very close knit I guess. Uh, so and though ha- and a lot of people haven't had a lot of experience with people that one aren't in their own little um, group of people they already know, and then especially foreigners. Um, and, and yeah, it's got to be different now because even when I was there, the young people. Uh, so was, we had a homestay families so like we stayed with a Korean family. So the I stayed with a the family There that were, we all each all of us that you know went over there to do like the kind of exchange program or immersion program thing. They uh, we each stayed with a with a Korean family that were a uh, you know alumnus alumni of uh, the school, and I'm pretty sure they picked. I'm sure in their form where they apply. Um, for whatever students that they 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 say like, I'm sure they choose like like yeah I'm I would like this race of student or I'm okay with <laughs> this race of student. Um, <laughs> I, I because I remember one of my our other buddies he stayed with um. The family he stayed with they would not stop telling him how much they love black people and they're like oh. Damn, I don't want to say his name, but uh, oh, I'll call him—I'll call him Junior. So they're like, "Junior, Junior, yeah, Obama, Obama, Junior," and they're like showing pictures of Barack Obama. Like, oh, I love Obama, Obama, yeah, Obama, yeah, and anime loved anime too. Um, and then uh, talking about <clears throat> black people, <laughs> how much they love black people. And then so another example too is so my boy No Hyun, he was stand, he was waiting for the. Um, Oh, no, a dude, an old man followed him into the subway. So he's going down to catch the subway to come to class. And this old man follows him. He's just walking with him, like he, just looking at him, follow him. He walks in the thing, not, you know, not like threatening or anything. I mean, he's just an old little dude. But uh, then he, he said he's like su- standing super close to my my buddy. And he, he my buddy said he just like reached out because he's just looking at his skin like on his arm and he reaches out and he said he just like lightly touched his his arm and kind of like stroked his skin <laughs> like he was like petting a unicorn i guess and he was <laughs> the guy's like oh so beautiful oh your skin's so beautiful and uh everybody's like oh, oh yeah thank you and the, the guy i guess guy he's like i was talking he's crazy good at korean korean right so he starts speaking korean and blows the dude's his mind and he's just like so happy he's like yeah so the dude's like thanking him and stuff maybe i'm telling the story wrong maybe i'm adding things but i know for for a fact this part happened where the, the dude came up followed him in there touched his skin told him he had beautiful skin that part's i i remember for sure the rest maybe i'm filling in but anyways the part of the point of me saying that is uh it was fun and interesting, um, you know, to be that. So it's, my, I mean, my whole life I've been, you know, I'm a third culture kid. My mom came from the Philippines. I grew up in uh, <laughs> the best way to describe. It, if you if, if you've seen the movie, um, two movies. There's two movies. If you've seen uh, the, the Sandra Bullock movie, The Far Side, or not the far, the. Is it the far, fuck? The blind side. The blind side. Or uh me, myself and Irene with um fucking Jim Carrey. <laughs> that's that's like me, that's that's me. <laughs> so I, I, I've never been in a place where I fit in where it was like, Oh yeah. This I'm everybody else is just like me kind of thing or i'm just like everybody else everywhere i've gone i'm 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 like i straddle the line of of every demographic i guess wherever i go kind of or i stick completely out but I, i've never really kind of just fit except the marine corps yeah the marine corps is like one of the only places i was like yeah yeah i fit in here <laughs> dark green marine but um uh so, yeah, third culture kid. Uh, yeah, because my, my mom immigrated, and then my parents got divorced when I was, like, five. And uh, my dad remarried, and so I grew up in, like, not in limbo, but in, like, a kind of in between everywhere. So I never fit in. so I, I think that's part of, and that's also part of me going back to the name of Hook and Bond Salon, where that comes in. It's because, oh, damn it oh see there it is i bumped into the thing um but yeah yeah so yeah stuck in the middle um so yeah i found I, my, my so yeah, I, some of the other stuff I'll talk about at another point um, is, so I grew up in like a super Mormon family, super Mormon and super Marine. My dad was 26 in the Marine Corps, 26 years uh, 20 as an officer and uh, also very devout LDS Mormon. So yeah, I grew up in kind of, it's probably a lot like growing up in a Korean house, super super strict parents that are never satisfied with any type of performance uh so maybe that's part of why i kind of i did well in korean as well it was normal Same so thing with marine corps it was kind of like no oh, yeah just normal life but uh uh so hooking bond so i think yeah so that's part of it like because for me the way i looked at it w- when we were in Bond, uh like b- all the kids, all of us, yeah, I say kids, yeah, I mean, this was like 12, 13, 15 years ago, I don't know, all of us that were in that class together, or er, in, in, you know, C-Bond, bon specifically, we were kind of the, um, I don't know, outliers maybe, like we, <clears throat> and part of it too, like my boy Wante you, I think he might have had the highest grades In the class the entire time but so he was the the greatest performed academically top performer but uh behavior like the worst (laughs) the worst and the teachers they hated it it didn't it it scrambled their brains they couldn't understand it that he was like such a terrible acting student but he was so fucking good at korean like, ridi- like I don't know if this... Mo- I mean, he's a legitimate genius. Like, tested genius. But at that at time, I was like, this motherfucker must be cheating. Like, he must have, like, lived in Korea, learned Korean before he came here, and he's just trolling us. Which I could also see it's possible. I could see him pulling off that long troll. But, I mean, you know, like, pull it off. Or uh, I had to bow to him for that. But, uh... So he, um... Yeah, the teachers, it they, they fucking, they, they couldn't, they did not understand, and they tried to get, get kicked out of class, so many times, but they, uh, they were not successful. And then also, like I said, he was fucking better. He's top. He's getting better. There's a kid. Uh, speaking of Mormons, uh, fucking can't remember his name, but he had he uh, gone on a mission, a church mission to Korea, so he spoke Korean already. He lived in Korea for two years, and, uh, so at first, he was a top performer, because he already spoke Korean, and eventually, my boy, En-Kus- Enki Sousa, or whatever the fuck his name is, tell you. <laughs> he, he, he surpassed him, and that's part of, uh, why I also picked, so this name, Hook and bon Salon, is because, so we were the misfits, we're in Hook we were like cast out. The teachers were trying to fucking get rid of us, basically. They quarantined us, and but we still we we were performers, you know, antics. We would do antics, and but also in class. Uh, I mean, academically, we 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 performed. So it was, it's it's that I guess that's w- what I'm getting to is that's where uh, uh, the why I call it Hugenbond Salon, because, and then Salon, yeah, so, like I said, originally it was Forum, and then I, like, Salon sounds cooler, and and Hugenbond Salon, I think, flows better than Hugenbond Forum, Uh, because it's, you know, I want it to be kind of like a a gathering uh, or a place to collect different kinds of ideas And thoughts expressed in various kinds, various mediums, you know, spoken, written, musical, like whatever, whatever there are, whatever mediums people can express themselves in. so I want it to be kind of a large discussion, like a dynamic series of expressions between people that are not, you know, uh I guess you know center of the road color color in the lines kind of people that don't you know the different ideas and and expressions that don't get you know heard as often or as loudly just because you know the teachers n- don't like their behavior you know that kind of thing so maybe uh I want to say that sums it up but I don't I don't know if I said spoke that said that in a straight line that makes any sense So I, I don't know that I summed anything up uh but yeah, that's pretty much it. Hugging bon is Salon, it's meant to be a, a, a collection of ideas and people. And and it's, you know, I guess a bit ambiguous and nebulous of a explanation. But that's also, uh, I wanted to be able to, you know, catch the things that you wouldn't expect to, you know, capture. Because I, I don't want to be like, well, it's going to be this exact thing because that fucking uh, limits out everything else it's too, too narrow for me. And if you haven't noticed my mind works in fucking circles and, and, uh, being limited to thinking in a, in a straight line just for other people fucking drives me nuts. And, uh, so I guess maybe this is, this is, it's partially therapy. So <laughs> it's therapeutic. So, uh, I try to, you know, speak and write for my own, uh, mindset or for the the way my own mind works and 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 instead of having to try to translate everything into something else for for other people or for a specific format so that so that somebody else can can consume it cuz i mean it's it's like all right if you don't have the time to try to understand it or figure it out that's fine you know what i mean i mean i, I feel like i have wasted so many hours of my life trying to fit into something that other people understand or fucking just keeping my mouth shut because people feels like people are only interested in uh sort of their own reductionist type uh uh calculations uh because it's it, it, just, it takes too much effort for them to try to think about something from another point of view or even it's it's offensive to some people to be like oh i'm looking at this from another uh uh, standpoint like people are offended by differences of opinion which like i get it like we have emotional reactions to things but because i mean i have them too but it's a thing that i'm working on to to not make my emotions my identity or to tie and an emotion to the idea that it's a fact like if I like I feel like people go come at things like like oh I don't like the way I feel when I see that like um uh like here here's the easy one like I feel like and and I'll say so when I growing up like I grew up super conservative Mormon Marine Corps family so for me I guess for I don't know if it's inherent to it but for me kind of like being uh, like homophobic was like it just kind of built fit you know it like i don't i don't ever remember like no one in my family ever went on like rants about oh the gay agenda or stuff like that but it was definitely you know taught that um it's supposed to be a man and a woman that's one man one woman that's what love is blah 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 and then you get married under the eyes of god and that's what that's what you know the the pinnacle achievement of men and women is is to to combine themselves under the eyes of god and procreate to bring more children of god and blah 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 all that stuff uh so i feel like a lot of people also they look they're like oh two dudes kissing oh that's gross i don't like how that feels so that's how i know it's wrong because i don't i i have a feeling about it like a strong feeling so that makes it not right so i feel like that's where a lot of people come at You know, issues and ideas, especially stuff, you know, that gets fucking politicized. Like, you ain't stupid. (laughs) I mean, I guess it's not stupid, but people have different opinions with things like vaccines. People are like, no, you should do it, shouldn't do it. And people get super emotional about it because they have some personal experience or. Or um, in some sort of personal investment in it. So then that becomes their identity. And then any opposing view is an attack on their identity, which they feel is an attack on them as a person. So then they treat it like they're being physically attacked. And then it fucking spirals from there. So I feel like uh, people should be able to disagree and still be friends. Like I've had, like my boy Noju Hyun, we used to fucking sit up, drink, and just talk. And and back then, his conversations that we had. Kind of I' say going back and forth, it's not even going back and forth, it's not like debating, it's like uh would have a, we felt differently about things, or we had different feelings, and sometimes they weren't even opposing feelings, they were just different points of view about the same thing, and we would uh fucking just sit up for hours talking about it, and that's kind of part of like years ago, I was thinking I wanted to. St- trying to figure out how to start something kind of like a hugging bond salon to record our conversations. Cause I, I didn't feel like any, I didn't, I never, I didn't have a lot of conversations with people that were like that where it's cause it's usually like very, one person's like, Oh, I have this view you, you. have that view So I'm going to try to convince you of why what I'm thinking is right. But with, when he and I, when Noju Yun and I would talk, would be like, Oh, well, uh, this is what I think, and like, oh, maybe I don't even know why I think this, and then we would try to, like, we would talk back and forth about, oh, uh, I wonder where that comes from, and figure out, like, kind of the root of why we felt the way about certain things, and at the end, it wasn't like, oh, we tallied up the score to be like, oh, well, see, I made more points, or you ma-? it's kind of like, oh, wow, yeah, I didn't think of it that way, I mean, and we didn't always end up saying, oh, yeah, I didn't think about it that way, now I do think about it that way but no I mean I felt like a lot of times like oh yeah I never even thought to think of it that way and that uh, then I kind of evaluate why I think about things the way I do and I uh, kind of apply that going forward to to other things so it's so learning about different people's different points of view or opinions helps me to evaluate uh, what I know about myself so it it, it doesn't for me it's not about pr- proving what I feel is right or proving what I believe is right or proving somebody wrong or that's something like that it's, it's more about kind of learning about other people and ultimately about myself too and my interactions with them and uh, I don't know I feel like a lot of people can benefit from that because i Cause everything, it everything, every conversation these days, it seems like it turns into a fucking someone. Every every time you start talking, you have to draw a fucking line in the sand, and and no one's everyone is like, oh, we we need unity, we need to be be together, but everyone's divvying up teams, and like, oh, well, I'm on this team, and you're not on this team. Trying trying to make peace and unity, but uh, it's very important for me to to have a very distinct identity and to give. Give you a very distinct identity and label. I mean, it's just like, it's, you know, shortcuts. Reductionist fucking simple conclusions. It's just a shortcut. There's a good TED talk. I have to look up. I don't know. I did write her name down. Uh, Fuck, I don't know. It's Vic Shadeva. Or I think it's S-E-H-D-E-V-A. V-I-C-K-S-E-H-D-E-V-A but she talks about how people are we're all uh, cognitive misers uh because we we don't want to waste our time uh trying to figure out to understand what other people or to understand things in a different point of view i think i'm, I'm getting close to so i'm going to cut it off here so but we're getting a Fifty minutes. All right. Um, so anyway, so she she talks about. Gosh damn, I tangled up. I shaza. So uh, she ha- she talks. What the funk? She talks about how. Uh, yeah, yeah. So. It's easier to kind of like m- m- work off assumptions than uh, have to, you know, because like in each interaction, it's easier to kind of work off the assumptions that were built on previous interactions uh, instead of treating each new interaction as, you know, a new interaction and and with basically limitless um, possibilities, Uh, which, yeah, that would be time consuming and exhausting. And that's, that's why we do it as humans. That's why our brains work that way. So that we're able to, because otherwise we would just be like fucking meditating all day long in each interaction, kind of. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's, Uh, not a bad thing, but it's also something that we should be aware of. And, uh, fuck, I had one other thing that I was going to say connected to that, but whatever. Uh, I forgot. So, uh, damn, I derailed myself, but anyways, yeah. (laughs) So all those things that I said, those are what Huggenbaum Salon is is uh, supposed to be uh, be, be about uh, nothing and everything damn there goes my mind oh, what is that song the pixies but anyways uh, yeah hopefully I, I figure out how to get that song that Wanted you did uh, to play at the beginning or maybe I'll put it here at the end I don't know. I'll put it in here somewhere because it's good. Then I'll figure out about those videos of stress <laughs> break. <of laughs> putting those in there too. Uh, but. Yeah. yep. There we go. I derailed myself and fucking my ADD brain. Uh, isn't coming back. So I'm going to cut it off here. Um, thanks. And. Shibar. Uh, okay. Sick. Oh, I remembered one more thing. Where, yeah. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to my boy You, his girl. Uh, this isn't a paid promotion. This is just a a shout out because it's something that uh, I found helpful for me uh she makes uh, so it's apothecaly uh a p o t h e c a l l i e dot com dot com uh she makes tinctures and uh the one i've been taking is uh the something with sleep it's like z z z z at the end uh but it's to help sleep and i feel like it works uh, I ran out last week and, oh, that's, that's another thing about it too. So I, I ordered some, uh, last week and there was a delay in delivery. I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but I'm going to say it as a, uh, there was a delay in delivery. So she up, uh, I ordered a one ounce bottle. So she's, but she's like, oh, sorry about the delay. Here's a, she said they're sending a two ounce bottle. So shout outs for that. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I, f- I feel like, so in, in this little interim of when I haven't had it, I take stuff to help sleep anyways, but, uh, I feel like it helps me fall asleep faster. And then maybe with dreams, which leads into also, I was asking them about, uh, like a lucid dreaming potion or tincture or whatever. So that that's, that's in the works at their lab. Uh, they're working on a, a dreaming po- uh, dreaming, <laughs> uh, potion, a dreaming, uh, tincture. And, uh, whenever that comes out, I'll give that a shot and I'll let y'all know how it turned out. Um, and then the other one is, uh, it's like a calm, cool, collected or something. It's like a, uh, like an anxiety calming one. And that one's good. I take it like at night, like when I'm done with all my work and, uh, when I'm settling down and winding down for the night and same thing. I feel like it helps kind of, uh, I don't know, even me out, uh, from the day cause I, fucking you know, I'm working and going to school, so my mind I'm just fucking plugged in, fucking cranking away all day long. And then uh it helps a little wind down before uh the lay down before I go to bed. So check them out. Uh like I said it's uh not a not a it's, it's not a adv- advertisement or a paid thing or anything. It's just something cool that somebody I know is doing or I guess by proxy because i know Wanteu and uh they sleep in the same bed so it's it's like uh she's my sister-in-law i guess but uh yeah someone i know doing something cool that uh i like and that i mean i feel like it works for me so if not if you don't want to check it out don't check it out but if you want to if you're curious or you're into that holistic uh natural healthy type of stuff and small business helping small business people and Blah 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 blah. Go for it. Take some back Oh this is good. Oh, I go. This is good. <laughs> but anyways, like I said, fuck you later.